Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to our weekend release. This is the bonus podcast episode where we can see how much extra content we can squeeze into your week. It's basically just random things that have been sent in, extra bits from our week and how our advice went down with you, our wonderful G and Divas. Now, there's a lot of responses to get onto, but before that, we did promise people on Tuesday that we would speak about our appearance on Pointless we last week. We were on Pointless. Yes. And spoiler alert, just skip forward a few minutes if you haven't yet watched and you intend to, but Jordan and I, we reached the semis. We got to the semi-finals, didn't we? We did, yes. Yeah. Mainly because of you. Uh, no, actually, I held my own, I think. You did. You did, you did all right. Mm. Um, it's, I don't love quiz shows. I I've only done two show. in my life. You, of course, have done about 22. But... Um, what, the wheel? I've done the wheel. And pointless. And pointless. Have I done another one? No. Okay. Obviously, I got asked to do Celebrity Mastermind, and they didn't like my specialist subject. So Which was? Keeping up appearances. And why wouldn't they let you do it again? Well, I haven't done it at all. Yeah, why wouldn't they let you do Keeping up appearances? They just didn't like it. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It Especially ridiculous. you see some of the someone's special subject the other with Gemma Collins. Uh, anyway, enough about her. That is ridiculous. I yes. Agree. But yeah, we went on. We got to meet Richard Osman. Yeah, and Alexander Armstrong. And Alexander Armstrong. And a whole host of other celebrities. And um, what, Jordan? Nothing. No. But what was, uh, we should just point out, we probably might have made the final, but we recorded it. It was at about a lunchtime. Yeah. And it was the recording ran on ever so slightly. And of course, Jordan has commitments in the afternoon, as we famously know, Monday to Thursday. Yeah. And uh, Jordan, we sort of about to start recording the semi-final. And Jordan goes, I've got to go in 20 minutes. I've Why got do to be you make out like I'm on some kind of Tetley tea advert? <laughs> do not speak like that. I've got to go in a minute, man. <laughs> Says, hey, up me by gum. I'll be back for me tea, bread and butter. Aye. That'll do, that'll do, Well, mother. you love bread and butter. I do, to yeah, be fair. Exactly. Bread and dripping, mother, for tea, lovely. I don't sound like that. I've got to go. <laughs> I don't sound like that. I don't. You basically... I don't sound... I... Hey, oh. <laughs> anyway, anyway, my point was, yeah, we had to go, so we we may not have got the questions as correct as, as we could have done. That's our excuse. That's our excuse, but exactly. We, it's available to watch on airplane. It was fun and it was a great show to be on. It's been on for years now, that it show. It has. It's a machine. Glad that we were on before Richard left as well. Yes. Yeah. I think he recorded our episode and he went, I've peaked. <laughs> We've had everyone possibly that there could be to be on. Also, um, this mm. week, I appeared on another podcast. 
I just want to add this. With my microphone again? No, 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 no. I wasn't a guest on it. Somebody was talking about me. It was oh. hy- it was hypothetical, the podcast with Josh Whittacombe and James Acaster. Yes. And now your, your former flatmate Joe sent this to me. Okay. And I think he sent it to you as well. So have a listen to this. This is, um, this is me getting a mention by Josh Whittacombe. I haven't met any of them. Ellis has met Emma Bunton. I'm, I did The Wheel with Mel B. It felt a bit insane that Mel B was sat there and they were talking to, you know, me and Jordan Thingy from Radio 1 instead. <laughs> I've made it. Jordan Thingy. Made it. He was talking about, have you ever met a Spice Girl? And the, but they've met you. Mm. Have you ever met a Spice Girl? awful topic. Have you ever met about. a Spice Girl? Um, yeah, Emma, um, I know. I might, uh no. I might have done on something. I don't know. But I wasn't really big into the Spice Girls. Oh, we're not. I was much more steps. I've met Victoria Beckham. You've met Victoria Beckham? Yeah, went round for lunch the other week with her and David. (laughs) That changed. (laughs) Yes. David made me an (laughs) omelette. Madhouse. Kids running around everywhere. None of them bloody working. It's... Brooklyn being a photographer today, chef the next. Don't be arsed. What? I feel, don't be, that's tight. What? It's not tight. He is. He is, has what is called a portfolio career. Anyway, turned into Steve Allen. Uh, anyway, let's, uh, let's go to the responses. You've nothing on Steve Allen. You're like Lorraine Kelly compared to Steve Allen. <laughs> Bloody hell. And well, of course, famously, it. let's not forget when Jordan went into the into the castle <laughs> and Steve Allen was going through the lineup, and, and they've got someone called Jordan North, who's known as the supply teacher on Radio 1. They might as well have asked the station cat. <laughs> <laughs> you love that, don't you? I played every week. Um, <laughs> you sent me that so many times. And then we asked him to come on, and then like three days later he goes, and someone asked me if I wanted to be a guest on a podcast. podcast. Absolutely not. Anyway, he's your favourite radio presenter, isn't he? He's one of them, yeah. Oh. Right, anyway, can you remember a few weeks ago, Jordan, you and I had a bit of a disagreement. Oh, over the, 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 the wedding. wedding. And you were saying that all wedding hosts should write to all guests, regardless of whether they get given a present or not. Mm-hmm. Just thank them for coming. Yeah. Okay, and I strongly said, obviously you write to thank for presents, you don't write to thank just for turning up. Okay. Well, we have a letter from the big guns. Who? This is my colleague Jo. She has written 17 etiquette books, I think. She's one of my colleagues at the English Manor and Why my are friend. Why we doing a in there? <laughs> Why we have Jo on? Written 17. Joe wrote that book that you've got on your uh, coffee table as well. Oh, the, um, was it the Charles Freight one? Charles Turret. Charles Turret one? Yes. Yeah, oh, it's a great book. It is a great book. I have it on my coffee table. You do? Well, Joe writes, Dear William Jordan and producer Ben, Joe, don't mention producer Ben, while driving down a serene and sunny Sussex lane early this week, I found myself shouting at the car radio whilst listening to your latest podcast. The cause of my uncharacteristic outburst was at Jordan's suggestion that a newly married couple or the hosts of a wedding should write to thank their guests for attending their big day. At this point, I should probably introduce myself. I'm a fellow etiquette expert and colleague and friend of William's, and like William, I spend my time teaching all sorts of people from all over the world British etiquette. I have a speciality in wedding etiquette, so thought I would email in to clarify what's what when it comes to British weddings and thank yous. Thank you for doing this, Joe. Rule one. The couple should write and thank everyone who gave them a wedding present. Think we agree on that? No, I disagree. 
Because the couple should write and thank what everyone. What people can't afford a present? So now you're saying that, what, you get given a wedding present and you don't have to then? No, no, no. Oh, I agree with that. The yeah. couple okay, should write. Fine. 100% agree okay. with that. Rule two. The couple should thank everyone who was part of the wedding team on the day. For example, the best man, the ushers, the bridesmaids. It is customary to give them a gift. Okay. Rule three. The couple should thank any friends or family who contributed unpaid time, skills, energy or roles. This may be a gift for the most involved or a thank you letter to others. Yeah, I agree with that. So if you are, you know, if you do a reading... Yeah, you don't have to thank everyone that comes to the night do and stuff. No, but you were saying you thank everyone for just turning up. Yes. Rule four. If one or both of the couple's parents contributed financially, then it is good form to thank them with a gift or a meal out or acknowledge their generosity. This can be separate occasions if family politics don't suit a cross-family get-together. Okay. All good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rule five. It is good form for guests to write and thank the couple and or hosts for such a wonderful wedding and, of course, rave about how much they enjoyed it. So note, and that's the cru- critical rule, that the guests write to the hosts. Okay. Go on. There is no etiquette to say that a couple writes. Oh, just to because thank there's guests. no etiquette. Oh, because a hundred. Joe William, I totally disagree. I, if I was getting married, I would write thank you letters to all of my day two guests. Day two. Okay, just because it's not in some etiquette book doesn't mean you can't do it. Well, let am me... I right or am I right? You're wrong. I'm not wrong. On well, am I? I just think it's nice. There is no etiquette to say that a couple writes to thank guests for just attending the wedding. Even in extreme circumstances, for example, if someone has flown halfway around the world to be there, the couple would thank them face-to-face on the wedding day. See, I'd send them a letter if they'd flown across... Joe, I couldn't agree. I know you're probably screaming at your radio now, and I, I, I admire you and I respect you, but just because some etiquette expert says don't do it doesn't mean you have to. And then, so you're giving people cards that they give you a gift. If somebody hasn't given you a a gift or mm. money, you don't write them a card. No. You thank them on the day. Oh, thank you so much to for coming. To be honest, right, let's just cut this down. Most people give you a gift anyway, so most people who attend the day do get a well, thank you card. yes. But if they don't, you don't so have to this write. So again, this is etiquette experts getting the knickers in a twist over nothing. Joe finishes the letter. I hope this settles the debate. It doesn't, Joe. It doesn't, Joe, at all. Uh, and helps William to, quote-unquote, chill his boots on the matter. I'm very much looking forward to seeing Jordan again on William's big day, when, of course, we will be expecting nothing short of perfect wedding etiquette from start to finish. With all good wishes, Joe Bryant. Joe, let's agree to disagree on this. <laughs> what? Each Poor to Joe, own. she's written a beautifully is, structured Joe, letter. Thank you, uh, Joe, thank you for getting in touch. It's we'll write so you a letter clear. back to say thank you for getting in touch. No, because it wasn't handwritten. Well, well, genuinely, thanks for getting in touch. But maybe I should, Joe. Can we pull up, pull our resources, and now get the royal household to back us up with a letter for next oh, bonus? I don't care if you, the royal household, the king of bloody Brunei or whatever it's called, Sultan of Brunei, gets in touch. I'm just saying, I think, and we're arguing over nothing because let's face it, most people will give you a gift at a wedding, so you would reply with a card. Mm. But I then think it's tight that if some a couple of Think of this, Joe William, right? <laughs> Say four of your guests, two couples turn up and they are struggling with the cost of living crisis at the moment oh, and they don't sake. get you a wedding. Yes, and they, they don't, don't have get you to. a wedding present. You're not going to write them a thank you letter. Thank you. It's the... That is my point proven and I'm getting wound up about it because that is rude and that is not good etiquette. You have a wedding. You have sixty guests. I've never seen right? you so aggressive. Because I think it's I think you I think you and Joe are so wrapped up in your this is what the books say, this is proper etiquette. Yes, because we write the books. So Joe, listen to me here. Sixty people come to your wedding, your day do, right? 
And out of them, two couples, four people don't get you a present because they can't afford it. And they've messaged you before and you've obviously said, that's absolutely fine. Don't worry, your attendance is there. You're going to write thank you letters mm. to these people, but you're not going to write two more thank you letters to those couple because they didn't get your gift. That's bad etiquette. That is rude. Put that in your etiquette pipe and smoke it. If people come to your wedding, send them a letter saying thank you. I'm fuming. <laughs> Absolutely fuming. Joe, I think this your letter Joe, has had completely I've, the opposite effect. I think I've proven you both right there. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, right or wrong? I think I've, I, can't, I can't, I don't know, but you know, you're telling me if someone comes to your wedding and texts you or calls you and says, we're really struggling at the moment, you're not going to write them a letter to say thank you for attending. Well, it's academic for us because we're not asking for gifts. Let's just move on. Let's just move on. Sorry, I, don't, I, can't, I can't believe I'm getting, there's more going on in the world. Joe, I respect you, we're friends, but I disagree with that. I'm going to seat you next to her at the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, I'm going to seat you on. There are about eight etiquette people coming, oh, and I'm going to stick you on that table. Don't put me on the boring table. Excuse me, etiquette experts, when they've had a drink, you, we, you know what we're like. I've, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm being nasty. Sorry, sorry, Joe. Sorry, etiquette people. God, oh, do not put me on the etiquette table. Well, you're clearly an etiquette expert in yourself well, now. Well, I'm not. I just think common sense prevails sometimes. Don't put me on the etiquette Very table. Very common sense in your case. Don't put me on the etiquette table. Don't even know how to use an iPhone 4. I can't be bothered. <laughs> staring down the <laughs> This one is from Phil. Dear William Jordan and producer Ben, I recently discovered your podcast via TikTok and it's replaced Shagged Married Annoyed. My... Hello and welcome to Shagged Married Annoyed! Hello and welcome to Shagged Married Annoyed! It's replaced Shagged Married Annoyed as my favourite podcast. Well, that's so lovely. Uh, I've worked back to the start of the year. I stopped there as I'm quite busy and I'm not sure about going back any further. It's worth the faff. How rude. William, you are a joy and a gem, a veritable guardian against moral turpitude, unless it involves thank you letters at weddings, and a master of the non-committal hmm. My question, however, is for Jordan. Having listened to almost six months of your back catalogue, how do you not swear on Radio 1? Have you ever sworn live on the radio? Off to buy my first bottle of D. Kind regards, Phil. Phil, uh, two things. I'd say go back and listen to the back catalogue because a lot of people do and yes. enjoy it. And we've we've definitely changed the pair of us mm. for the better over the past four years. So I would say go back and listen to the back catalogue. But if you are joining us, just come and listen from whenever. Second thing, I, I, this is how I say, this is how I describe how I don't swear on the radio. Mm. When I'm in the radio studio, it's like being in your grandma's living room. Okay. So you know when you're with your brothers and stuff in front of your grandma or your nan? Or some, even your mum. My mum doesn't like us swearing. You just know not to swear. Right. So if you're telling a story and your mum's mm. earwigging or your grandma's there, you'd say, well, I would, because I've been brought up proper. You'd be like, oh, yeah, he's a wally him, isn't he? He does me head in. But, so that's how I, it's, mm. I associate with being in your grandma's living room. So that's how okay, I do it. that's the mentality. That's the mentality I have. There's also a lot of rules in, in radio is you never swear in the studio. Yes. Ever. So yeah, it's a no. Covered that. It's a no swears so, so even when the mics are down mm. you don't so even when the mics are down the music's playing you just don't swear you don't go oh effing hell or mm. you just don't you're not allowed to swear and third thing i recently did swear on the radio <laughs> oh yes yes i heard about that i was uh, reading a text out referring to the hollywood actress sandra bullock yes and i might have referred to her as sandra bullock <laughs> i slipped I dropped a bullock, you could say. So, Do you not have a dump button? 
No, this is another myth as well, because loads of people text in afterwards. Um, people think we're on some sort of delay. We're not. Talk radio stations are, in case a caller says something that's going to get you very much into trouble. But I don't want to be a geek here. I hope this is interesting, mm. like you going on about your etiquette stuff. Um, <laughs> but um, we're, we're not on a delay at Radio 1. Some stations are. If you do swear, like all radio presenters are legally trained. Illegally so, trained? Legally trained. So you're trained on legal. What, like you can do... You know what can and can't say? Right. Because oh, there's certain it. things... Just trained. Yeah. There's, there's certain things, like, if a caller comes on. If you do swear, you've got to apologise straight away. You've got what's called live defence. So you've got to apologise straight away. Um, live If defense? a caller swears, you yes. apologise, and usually you cut them off. If you keep them on, mm. and then they swear again, then you can get yourself into bother. Yeah. So you've, you've got to apologise straight away, but that's it. Does that answer your question? It does. Talking of dump buttons, mm -hmm. um, or delay, sometimes you... We're have... not on a delay. No, 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 I know. We are if you listen on sounds, but that's only a couple of seconds. A few months ago, my first appearance on Heart FM, hmm. they clearly had no idea who they had booked and decided to activate the delay function because they do operate on a delay function. But I am reliably informed that in order to do the delay function properly, it has to sort of build for 20 minutes because it very slowly changes the output. And you're, if you're going to do it, you have to sort of press it 20 minutes in advance of the interview. So they do they If you don't, everything goes out. An output went out on certain channels delayed. I have a clip now, and basically it sounds like Amanda Holden and I are absolutely drunk. This is what went out on air. Why was it delayed? A lot of us feel, particularly with the Queen, that it's the right thing to do. What is sure. else do you learn it in ballet lessons, really? <laughs> Anchor. The whole 20 minutes of me... You sound sloshed. I... <laughs> I know, and I wasn't, strangely. But yeah, they I clearly thought, they, they thought, delay. oh, we've got booked an etiquette expert. Put that on delay. I, uh, no, we don't have a delay button. In the instance of Sandra Bollock, maybe you should have done. No, because it was funny. I really... I, to, I said that and literally came off air and had to go and have a meal with my two bosses as well. Oh, good. So when I was the show and I went, might as well tell you this, but I did just say Bollock on air. Are you having the... Um, Croquettes to start. <laughs> Hello, Jordan, William, and PB. I regularly also yes. Right. How were croquettes now posh starters? I grew up on them. My mum used to get them out at freezer. Next, we'll be having turkey dinosaurs and smiley faces. <laughs> croquettes are like proper posh starters in London now. They're on every bloody menu. Mm. Well, they're easy to make in advance and stick in the fryer, aren't they? That's why mm. my mum used to we used to have a big bag of croquettes. Hi, Jordan, William and PB. I regularly give talks as part of my job working for a museum to a variety of clubs and organisations. Today I spoke to a Rotary Club in the North East who, as part of the business section of the meeting, all stood to toast their guest, me. This is the first time this has happened. A previous Tash would have taken a sip of her wine in grateful acknowledgement. Aww. However, after becoming a and diva during the pandemic and hearing William's advice, the glass remained firmly on the table until the business had moved on and my reputation was saved. It's often strange and formal enough to be in these situations, so thank you very much for the tip. Looking forward to seeing you in Newcastle for the second time very soon, Natasha. So you often say if somebody cheers us to you, you, you can hold your drink. Yep. You don't take a sip, you just acknowledge, don't you? You do. You just, you just acknowledge. No. Or you leave can, the glass you, on the table. Can you put, tip your glass? Can you sip? You can raise your glass. You can raise don't your tip glass, it. But you don't sip. Yeah, don't sip. Don't drink to yourself. Well okay. done. Now, look, this is a very smart letter. Also, I'm really sorry to Joe for ranting before I just got a mad. <laughs> sorry, Joe. That was sorry. Just lost my rag a bit. I'm tired. 
Well, look at this letter. Isn't this smart? Oh, look at this that. This has been what is called tops and tailed. Don't get excited. It's where you print the, yeah. the middle bit and then you top and tail it by hand. My brother's letter from Prince Charles is like that. There we go. Well, this is not... Do you know he's got a letter from Prince Charles? The Prince of Wales. The Prince of Wales. No. I've told you that. No. He's got it framed. Please stop contacting me. No, he sent... I've told you that. My brother this got... This is Ryan. Yeah, when he got, um, he got, he got wounded in Iraq, he... Um, he got, um, oh, was it for his mentioning dispatches? No, he got wounded in Iraq. Mm. And I've told you this before. Possibly. And um, he got sent a letter from the commanding officer. Yeah. Which he just thought was the CO. Didn't read it properly. <laughs> and then we got sent a bottle of medicine. It was whiskey. Mm. And um, my mum and dad went away whilst he was recovering, like good parents that they were. We had all our mates on and we played a drinking game with this whiskey. Next morning, my dad comes back from their weekend away. And there's like lots of people everywhere, bodies everywhere asleep. And he picks up this bottle of whiskey and it's pretty much just like that little mm. bit left. And my dad's like, oh, Christ, tell me you've not drunk this. And he's like, yeah, it's like it's Prince Charles's very own whiskey. It's worth about two grand online. Oh, my God. And then we looked at the letter and it's from Prince Charles. Gosh. And very basically, it's top and tailed like that. Lovely. Sorry, well, yeah, don't worry. Yeah, go on. Fun fact. Uh, this is from Father James. Beautifully. And this is... I have, I have had a, a peek at this one. Is it a father's and a priest? Yeah. Oh, God, a priest doesn't listen to this. Well, brace yourself. Oh, good God. I am sorry. We need to save Hail Marys right now. Dear William Jordan and PB, I do hope this letter finds you well. Hard copy also posted. I have spent quite a bit of time considering if I should break my cover or not since your podcast on the 19th of April, just after the Easter weekend when you toasted Jesus. <laughs> William then proceeded to say, if the Archbishop of Canterbury... No, we made Jesus jokes. If the Archbishop of Canterbury is a G&D, but we do apologise. Oh, good God, I am so sorry. Well, oh, my God. Well, as much as I am not the Archbishop of Canterbury, I am the chaplain to the Archbishop of Wales. Oh, God. And have been a fully signed up G&D since just before your advent calendar last year. I am so sorry. We made, we made I did Jesus jokes mm. on the cross. I can also safely add that I'm not the only cleric or staff member in the Church of Wales who is a fan of the show. No. Or was a fan of the show, maybe. I love every single minute of your podcast and relish listening to you on the way to the office on a Tuesday and Friday. No. You never fail to put a smile on my face, and I thank you for that. Lastly, to William and Mikey, many congratulations on your upcoming nuptials later this year, with every blessing from this priest for the day and the rest of your married life together. Yours in Christ, Father James. Yours in Christ. Oh, yours in Christ. I've never... Please sign off an email today with yours in Christ. Yeah, what does that mean? Can you do that? It just I've means never... yours in Christ. It's just a religious closing. Right. So what's he saying? Oh, So he's basically saying... Now, he, ha he Father James doesn't go into detail as to whether he was offended by whatever we said about oh, Jesus. Oh, I'm so sorry. But he was just letting us know that although we're yet to reach Lambeth Palace, we have uh, penetrated the Church of Wales. Father James... Father James, if you're listening, genuinely, we some I sometimes take it a bit too far and and overstep the mark, and I think with those jokes I did, mm. and I do respect people of religion, and I don't know how I'm going with this, but I'm so sorry. I can't believe people from the church listen. To mm. It is amazing. I mean, I well, am... I get my Godfather title taken off me now. Well, no, because you're not Godfather in the Church of Wales, are you? I'm a terrible Godfather. I've not seen my goddaughter in ages. Go on, do one more. 
Thank you, Father James. God, Thank God, you. God bless your soul. Do you like a cup of tea, Vicar? Do you like a cup of tea, well, that, Father? That's Irish. Would you like a cup of tea? That's Irish. Stop stop offending the church. Two nuns crossing road. No! Jordan! Father, you'll like this. Honestly, this is a good... good. I know it's not a Jordan. No. Jolly oh, joke, my God. Oh, heavens, even. No, Father stop. James, oh. right? Mm. Two nuns crossing road. Right? They're crossing road, and out of nowhere, a car pulls in and nearly knocks them over. It just misses them by an inch. And the nun says, Be Jesus, Sister Mary! Show that man your cross! So Sister <laughs> Mary says, Mind where you're fucking going, you knobhead! She meant crosses in there. Yes, thank you very much. Tell him that one on Sunday, Father James. <laughs> Tell him that at Sunday's congregation, whatever it's called. Sorry. Oh, it's my favourite nun joke. Be Jesus! Mm. Show that man your cross. Dear William Jordan and producer Ben, I hope this email finds you all well. I was sorry to hear that William had contracted COVID, but I'm relieved to hear he's better now. I have still not had COVID and hope to keep it that way. Knock on wood. Thank you for the sound effect department. I'm writing because I'm such a big fan of the podcast, and when you all talk about your tours, I always feel so jealous and sad that I can't be there. I live in America, more specifically in the Washington, D.C. area. You might see him on your honeymoon. Yes. I think it's a lady, um, potentially. So my question is, would you ever consider doing a North America tour? I'm sure your D&Divas in the U.S. and Canada would love to see you all in person. All the best, Kemka. We might have been hyper after our gig in Manchester. And did say, producer Ben said, I think we should do New York next. Mm. Now, considering we're struggling to sell Nottingham, (laughs) (laughs) I think New York might be a tad ambitious. Still tickets available. (laughs) So Not taking it personally, Nottingham. (laughs) So... Um, I, I think I if think we, we were do doing New York, venue. we would do, yes, it would be a bijou luxury intimate show. Don't say intimate. What? Up close and personal. Okay. William takes Jordan up the Big Apple. That sort of thing. Mm. Yeah. There are... There are plans maybe potentially to do something in, in America. In... It probably will be next year. Yeah. So don't clear your diaries mm-hmm. just yet. But we would hope maybe for our... We are aware that we have some listeners in North America... We might do something. And we would love to see you all. That was a good bonus. That was a very nice bonus. Remember, if you've got a question or story that isn't a dilemma or problem, this is the place where we can read it out. So drop into our DMs on social media or send us an email to help at sexwithmyboss.com with anything that you want to share with us. We also love hearing back from the people we offer advice to. So if that's you, get back in touch with producer Ben and we'll see you next week. And we'll close with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, how will be thy name? What? How old? How old? Is it? No. Hello, I'm Harold. No, hallowed. Oh, is it? Yeah. Hallowed be, be thy, thy name. name. By kingdom come. No. <laughs> what? It's not by kingdom. What is it? That's a club in Soho. It's thy, thy kingdom. kingdom come. Thy, thy will be done. I've not done this in ages. On, on earth as it, as it is, is in heaven. heaven. Give, give us, us this day, day our daily bread. Yes. And forgive those that trespass against us. Forgive us. Yeah, ish. We'll go Come with on. it. Forgive us those. No, give us this our daily bread, and forgive us, and forgive those who trespass against, against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom. Thine. For thine is the kingdom, the, the power, power and, the and glory, forever and ever. And ever. Amen. Amen. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. 
My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 